Thank you for tuning in to the Big Meat Sport Podcast, where I give you my weekly take on the past week of college and professional sports. So sit back and enjoy the episode. Hey, it's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely Monday? First of all, <laughs> man, it's your boy Jose. It's JC, the Dolphins fan there. Uh, but before we start this episode, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the page. Also, check us out on Spotify and our Instagram page. We greatly appreciate it. Man, oh, man. Dolphins, dolphins, dolphins. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's start off uh, talking about the Dolphins losing. Uh, look, I know this game is, you know, it's any given Sunday. But to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars um, was was pretty ridiculous. <sighs> Even though I I know that you guys didn't have most of your defensive players, and I think uh, somebody, uh, I think a uh, Buddha uh, Baker or uh, one of your linebackers went out. Um, oh, Jerome Baker. Jerome Baker. Yeah, one of your linebackers <laughs> went out. <laughs> so, like, I'm breathing that thing. What's what? What did you see went wrong in that game? What? What what did it go wrong? Was it coaching? Was it coaching has been the problem, man, um, for a while now. Um, I think coaching is one of our biggest concerns. Um, if you look at the game yesterday, um, Tua didn't actually play bad, he played very good. Um, I think he had career career highs in yardage. He threw for 45 times. You don't want to see that, you know. Tua's not a gunslinger like that, he's no Mahomes, he's no Josh Allen, but. Man, it, it just it's, it's disheartening because we have so much talent on the field and significantly more talent than what Jacksonville has. And they got some decent players. And that's that they were missing Miles Jack and um, one of their key offensive linemen. Um, I can't even put it into words, man. I can't because it's just <laughs> I don't know if Flo has lost the team, but he's dangerously close to getting there. Um yeah, we didn't have X. We didn't have Byron Jones, our two top corners. Mm. Um, but we're playing the damn Jaguars. <laughs> you know? Look, my, my, um, my thing, bef- and sorry to cut you off, but yeah, go ahead. right now with the trade deadline being November 2nd, and it's close, it's right around the corner, do you think that you need to start getting players in here, meaning trade away your assets because you guys have a lot of first-round picks, a lot of picks you know, come up, on next year's draft do you need to go get uh offensive lineman another wide receiver uh defensive player what like what needs to happen because i just feel something needs to happen and needs to happen soon i agree i think there's no playoffs for us i think we can salvage the season i think the rest of the way we really have to focus on Tua's development Mm -hmm. um and see if he's the guy um I agree with trading away players. I don't agree with acquiring players. I think at this point, you run with what you have. Um, if you can get a, a great offensive lineman or, 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 or a great defensive player or like a linebacker that we're, you know, we don't have great linebackers, then that's great. That's a plus. Um, but I think you trade away Xavier Howard. I never thought I'd say this. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I love X. Um, I've, He's fallen out of favor with me this year because he was crying about that money. He got his money, and he's been playing like 
garbage. He's been yeah. playing like absolute trash. And you, and with the what, exception what, of the first game. What, what? How much you guys are paying him this year? How much is he getting paid? Because I, I said it on my last podcast, and you know, he's not his annual his annual salary didn't change. I think he got more guaranteed money. I'm not exactly sure how much. We're talking five, six mil, maybe. Okay. Um, and he he was already on a very lucrative contract. The only thing is, is that you know the 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 uh, the scale for cornerbacks goes up every year. Yeah. You know? So he when we initially gave him the contract two years ago, he was the highest paid corner in the league. Now he's like third or fourth. Yeah. Um, on that list, and Byron Jones, which I could have I agreed with him because he you know Byron Jones was making more money than he was. Yeah. Because we signed him a year after his deal. Um. So. He wanted more money. He wasn't, you know, he had 10 interceptions. He was all pro. He wasn't even the highest paid corner. He got his money. And I agreed with that move. But I think the Dolphins, at the end of the day, they did that to make him happy this season because they thought they were going to win now. And then next year, they'll worry about him, maybe trade him away. I think at this point, you can trade him away. Um, maybe Byron Jones. Um, even though I like Byron Jones, he's been, he's been decent. He hasn't been that great either. Yeah. But X has been getting toasted. Like that game in Tampa – Antonio Brown made him look silly. And that's what I was saying. Even though Antonio Brown does do that to a lot of people, but he does, especially paying, when he's crossing, crossing yeah, the middle. You're, you're paying so much for uh, uh, one of the top corners in the league and to get what you're getting this season. And, 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 and this is my deal with Xavier Howard. And I don't think I've ever said it on the show. I've always loved X. I, I was happy that we got him in the second round and I liked his development for the first couple of years. He had, I think it was seven interceptions, his first big year starting, and we gave him that contract. Right after we gave him that contract, he got into a domestic dispute. He got it, he went to jail. We didn't release him, we stuck by him, we supported him. That very next season, he got hurt. Um, I think early, uh, maybe the first three or four games, missed mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Came back last year, had a full season, had an amazing year, and now he wants more money. Um, I didn't agree with that, you know, yeah. because he only outperformed his contract maybe one season or half a season, if that. He only had it for about two years. And then I think he got greedy. And I think at the end of the day, he did what a lot of players do in this league, unfortunately, is once they get their money, they're not they're not performing. Jerome Baker's one of them, yeah. our middle linebacker. He got his money this this offseason. He's been playing like garbage. But it's also coaching, too, because they're not using him correctly. You know, I agree that they, they could use him in other ways, you know, like he should be rushing the quarterback more because – he, he, when he does, he's effective. They don't have him doing that. Yeah. You know, X, he, they haven't done anything specific with X. They have him doing what he always does. He just hasn't been any good this year. Yeah. And, you know? and so there's, there's I, a lot again, of Again, it's there. very, it's very inconsistent with X. And I've, I think we've talked about it uh, previously on, his, on uh, our episodes is that, you know, you'll get that one good year with X, you know, down year, then one good year, down year. So like yeah. last year was his good year and this is his down year. But I don't know if, uh, I don't know if the Dolphins are, to me, are ready to stay or are, are able to stay with him and keep up that inconsistency. I think uh, yeah. right now it's it's trade away season. If someone if someone offers a first round pick, do it. And and I'll do but it. my thing someone is someone who to, desperately needs a corner. My thing is to inquire players is the fact that your front office does not know how to draft players. You guys have been missing, missing, missing. So. You need, switch, uh, you need to switch. You need to. I would see it. The... Honestly, I wouldn't even see it for draft capital reasons. I would see it as we're getting, we're we're opening up our 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 cap. Yeah. You know, we're already going to be top two, top three cap space next year. Mm-hmm. Um, getting rid of X would probably put us at number one. Yeah. 
you know? So, so draft capital right now means shit to me because Chris Greer, I can't even tell you who he's hit on. I mean, he's been, he's been making picks for even since before he became full-time general manager. Yeah. I think he was the head of scouting department. Um, so he's, he's missed on a lot of players, but you know, if you think of the last two drafts, um, you know, the one thing he did right was that Laramie Tunzel trade, mm-hmm. you know, where we got two first round picks, two second round picks. That was great. That was genius. Um, other than that, what has he done with no, those no. picks? Yeah. You know, you hit Tua, you, the, the jury's still out on Tua. You picked up Austin Jackson at left tackle. Now he's your left guard and it took way too long to move him to guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah Iganabi. I can't even say his damn last name. Iganabi. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. Iggy. They call him Iggy. So I'm yeah. saying Iggy. Um, you took him in the first round and mind you, we took, and I was just having this conversation with someone the other day is we needed a running back. We've needed a running back for like the last three, four years. Yes. That, that year we took Austin Jackson, number 18. We took Iggy number 30, I believe. And we took Robert Hunt in the second round, our first pick of the second round. Jonathan Taylor was picked like three or four picks later, you know, Oof. and then he comes down to Miami and he destroys, and destroys you, <laughs> you know? So we, yeah. we passed on Najee Harris, even though I like Jalen Phillips. Um, yeah. I think he, he's getting better every game, but we needed a freaking running back and they're That's... not hitting on those players, man. And it's just, we had all that draft capital and we did absolutely nothing with it, at, at least so far. And it doesn't look like it's going to pan out unless Tua all of a sudden looks like, you know, looks amazing these last yeah. few games in the, in the season or, or the rest of the way, which this, uh, you know, yesterday he looked good. He looked yeah. good. He looked really good. And I thought we really had a chance, but our defense shit the bed. They've been shitting the bed this whole year. Yeah. You know? Hey, look, to end it off on the Dolphins, and because I know it's a sour note, you know, I, I think something needs to happen and needs to happen uh, soon with this trade deadline. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what's what's going to happen because I know there's rumbling. Someone's going to get and, fired and, if we lose. And, and I, I like I like Coach Flores. Look, I like Coach Flores and I, I don't think he is a problem. I think Man. you stick you stick with him. It's you need to get you need to fire one, the offensive coordinator. You need to, you know, the personnel up top that have been drafting, you need it. They need to go. It needs to be yeah. clean. I think he needs house. to be held accountable. He needs to yeah. be held more accountable. Uh, but at I, the same I, time, I see both uh, because I, at the end of the day, when we got rid of Calvin Noy, when we got rid of, uh, uh, what was his name? The uh, Eric Flowers, who actually mm-hmm. played for the U, uh, the guard. Um, when we got rid of Bobby McCain, our safety, those were – Brian Flores decisions. Those weren't Chris Greer decisions. You yeah. know what I, what I'm bothered by the most. And, and I, and I, I was a big fan and I, I'm still a fan of Flores, but I feel like he needs to be held accountable to the same extent is because I'm sure he told the GM Chris Greer that he can make it work with the players that he has. We yeah. had money, we had draft capital. We never addressed the O-line. We went into the season with all these young guys at O-line and we've been absolutely destroyed. So that tells me that you outsmarted yourself. You went yep. into the season just because you went 10 and six last year that, Hey, no, I could do this shit. This is kind of easy. You know what I'm saying? Let me run it my way. Absolutely garbage. So someone needs to be held accountable. We play the Falcons. I think they're favored. <laughs> um, then we play the, we play the bills on Halloween, which is fitting because we're going to get our asses kicked in Buffalo. So that's going to be a scary, a little, a little horror show for yep. everybody on Halloween. And then we play the Texans and, I, uh, I'm going to the Ravens game on Thursday night, which yeah. is going to be the first game I've ever taken my son to. And it's unfortunate that uh, <laughs> he's going to witness that, but I'm taking him for the experience. Yeah, and I picked, yeah. I got those tickets because I got them way early in the year, you know? So yeah. well, but we'll, we'll see, man. Thought, I mean, you thought it was going to be a better game, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, we can salvage the season. Playoffs, done. We ain't making no damn playoffs. We can salvage the season by playing, you know, respectable the rest of the way. Like we did in 2019. We started off 0-7, and we, we were a, a pretty good team. We beat Tom Brady in his last home game in New England. We, we were respectable by the end of that year. I just hope we make it that way. This year, get rid of, you know, cut the fat, whatever fat you need to cut, whether you're firing a coach, an assistant coach, or you're getting rid of players. I'm fine with that. Just play respectable. And I want to see them improve. It feels like we're digressing every single or regressing every single, every single week. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, next game I want to talk about is how about them Cowboys? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's. Let's talk about the Cowboys beating the Patriots. Look, first of all, this game as a Cowboys fan was emotionally draining because there is so many times. It was fun for me to watch because, you know, (laughs) I'm just a fan. I'm on the outside looking in. Yeah. Look, because there's so many times we could have scored. The refs really had a really bad game on this one because to first start it off, how does Dak not score on that third down and goal? His body yeah. was clearly over the line, and they call him short. Which, I don't, the only thing it, is, is that the video you, you it's it's inconclusive. You can't really tell. They showed it. it they showed it. They showed another angle, which was that he was there on top, and he's clearly his body is like across the line. They're picking him up. Did he? What wasn't he under line. some bodies though? No, no, no. Or he the was people on top, top of, of him. No, he was on on the on uh, over the line, uh, and then. You know, he jumps, and I was like, oh, yeah, he has it for sure. And the Patriots uh, defender popped the ball out right before. I'm like, man. And then there's, oh, yeah. there's so many so many that holding was, calls that this he punched back. it out, like, literally right at that right, moment. I, right at the moment. How um, pissed were you? I was, I was super pissed. And then the holding calls, I mean, some of them were ticky-tack. Uh, the Patriots were holding uh, Randy Gregory almost every play, and thank God. He was beasting, you know, though. He was he, beasting. He, hey. That was a turning point of that game where Randy Gregory, they're going down, I think it was in the first half, going down to score again, either a field goal or a touchdown, whatever the case may be. And he popped Mac Jones, forced fumble. We got the ball back. I mean, that that was a turning point in that game. And that kind of gave us a little life. But man, when when I mean it was it was a roller coaster of emotions when Trayvon Diggs uh intercepted that pass, I was like, Yes, game over. Here we go. That was a very opportunistic pick. Yes. And then one and I was, you know, what's crazy is that I was about to write in the group chat. Uh-huh. I was about like, yo, this dude digs is special. Yeah. And as soon as I was about to write that, he got hit with that. With the double that move. But and, and if you look yeah. at it, I think he was relying more on the safety. You know, KZ. Yeah. Even and, when and he was I, running, I, he was still looking back. Yeah. But he, he was undercutting it, the, the ball. It was one, it was a, it was a really good ball placement by yeah. Matt Jones. But the safety, he didn't have, like, no safety help. I think KZ went for the interception, thought it was going to be overthrown instead of going and popping the, the I thought that receiver. was going to be a pick, too. Man, but uh, but it came think down to – Think about it, because that was the very first play, right? Yeah, that was the very first play. Like right that, after the t- you don't think Diggs was a little tired? Like, he was still tired <laughs> from fucking taking that shit to the house. Yeah, but, I mean, and then a minute – I think it was a minute and 14 left, and Dak needed to drive us down for the game-tying field goal. Um, and he did. And again, a holding call, which <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, they threw it, whatever. But he relied on CD Lamb to come up with that huge catch to set us up on field goal range to, for 
Greg the leg, which just missed. Um, but what what they kind of pointed out in that uh, that miss was, I think he was worried about that uh, that end guy uh, mm-hmm. coming and basically almost blocking that that miss. So they kind of they kind of switched it up, and you saw Jeremy Sprinkle pop out on the on the game tying field goal. You saw him pop up on the end guy, and he was able he was able Greg the leg was able to have a clean shot at the field goal and, and make it. But man, uh, you know, defense stopped him in overtime, and you know that play action to CD Lamb. Uh, even though Dak got a calf strain, but like he says, it feels a little bit, it, it feels a lot better with with the win. Um, but again, yeah. this is uh, this was a really good game. When did he sustain that calf strain? Was it on that the last, last play? play? That last play. Wow. He he sustained that last. Uh, what a play, he, too, man! CD Lamb is a motherfucking baller. Yeah. I was laughing because. Man, if I was that defender, I'd be pissed too when he was doing that. <laughs> the waving, yeah, Jalen Mills, uh, and which is, I I love seeing Jalen Mills on the field because he's a former Eagle, and we've torched him so many times, and yeah. and he just got torched one more time, just in a different jersey. Uh, but yeah, it's it's he was pissed off too. I thought they were yeah. gonna go at it. Yeah, and and like Mike McCarthy said at the end uh, uh, of the game and in the locker room, you need these wins. Not every yeah. not every game is gonna be a blowout. You need these wins that when the when the stacks against you, you know, uh, what is it? False starts, holdings, so on and so forth. You know, you got to keep on putting the pedal to the metal and get get the job done. And I think that we did that, and it's going to let, go a let long me ask way. you something. As a Cowboys fan, you're confident watching that game, right? Yeah, I we're we were driving every time. We had yeah. the time of possession, but we that's every game though. You're, yeah, you, you guys' offense was, has been so potent. You guys have been so effective whether it's on the ground you guys have such a you guys complement each other whether it's the run game and the, and, the, and the passing game you guys are so um smooth with it you know what i'm yeah. saying like you you know you can go either way and they complement yeah. each other and you're not one dimensional yeah. you know like the dolphins yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> like, ended, we have yeah. no run game that does not help us man but our, I watched, our running our running attack yesterday was 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 stopped i think well, yeah, they, well, have a, they have a good defense. Yeah, but Belichick made it a point to stop the run yeah. and put it on Dak's Dak's hands, which which, which was the wrong a, thing. Was the wrong yeah, thing. What, what, that's what you should have focused on. Yeah. And you, you know and you saying? saw you saw some of the disguises that they were that they were bringing to the Cowboys uh, team. Yeah, that yeah that Belichick team, they they prepare really really well throughout the week, and they kind of what they went to was stop uh, stopping our tight ends which, you know, a man's best, you know, the QB's best friend is a tight end and they stopped the Dalton Schultz and, you know, somewhat of uh, uh, Blake Jarwin. So it forced them to, you know, forced Dak to go to CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and our running backs out of the backfield, uh, which, hey, at, at the end of the day, we, you know, Dak put up 400, and 400 plus yards more, the most yardage Bill Belichick has given up. Uh, and, you know, again, it was just a great win. Um, so yeah, yeah. All, all you guys were missing really, obviously Dak got hurt last year, but your defense has been stepping it up. Um, you guys and, got that new, you got Dan Quinn, right? Yeah. Dan, yeah, Dan Quinn, our, our, our DC he's first been year. Doing, yeah. He's been doing a, yeah. a hell of a job, uh, replacing Mike Nolan. But the thing I like is that we're hitting on all of our draft picks and, you know, and talking about the dolphins, not hitting, we're hitting on all of our draft picks because, we drafted CD Lamb, and then we run. Historically, right though, back. you guys have been pretty good with draft picks. Yeah, and especially offensive line, even when they're not the sexy pick. Yeah, 
Uh, like, I remember everybody hating on you guys for taking Zach Martin. Yeah. You know? And, and, and he, it's paid look off. How and Tyron Smith. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our last our last draft picks, you know, C.D. Lamb, and then the next round to get it to, to get digs, uh, you know, this year, Micah Parsons, which has been playing outstanding for us. And then that's another guy we missed on. We missed uh, on Diggs. We took Noah instead. Yeah. Oh, oh, Diggy Zua. That's playing good for us. Also, Um, Golston, uh, as just keeps on going, keeps on going. And and it's a very young and how about that guy from Hard Knocks, Kamara? Does he ever play? He actually played versus the Chargers game. He actually stopped uh, Herbert uh, when he was rolling out. And it was a crucial stop that he, he ran him down and pushed him out of bounds. So, Yes, Kamara is on the team. I don't know if he's uh, on the like active him. roster right now, but they keep on, you know, switching people from the active and, and you know. What about that squad. Spanish guy that had that really annoying mom? <laughs> yeah, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's there. He's there. He's on the, he's on the practice squad. So, hey, oh, shit, I love that happen. guy. Um, but look, uh, the next game I want to talk about is the Ravens and Chargers. And what Ravens just beat down the Chargers, 34 to 6. And my question is, and I don't want to go too much into this game, but hold on. The hell happened? What happened? You can see me. I can hear you. You see me? Really? I can't see you. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? That's weird. Hold on. Can you hear me? Mic check. It's fucking weird. Mic check. Hold on, man. I'm going to have to get off and, and reconnect. Hold on. Now I can see you. Can you see me? But I can't hear you. It's the weirdest thing. You can't hear me at all? Hold on, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to leave and come back. Okay. Because I don't know what's wrong. I can see you, but it's very small and it won't let me extend the screen and I can't hear you. Okay.
Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hold on, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Now. Can you hear me? Speak. Can you hear me, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, but you're... All right, we're good to go. I don't know not, what the hell that was. But why is it not... Now your mic sounds bad. I don't know. And now you don't sound as clear either. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hold on. Uh, let me check the... Uh, how, how do I have <laughs> the uh, thing set up? Select, select microphone, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. That's that sounds better? Yeah, sounds way better. Okay. Um, give me a second. Microphone, speaker, on my, okay. All right, we're good. Can you hear me? You, I'm sounding good now? No, now you sound like broken up. Say it again. Can you hear me now? <laughs> it it you, sounds weird. I can, it sounds clear, but it's coming in with like a, like a broken, it's coming in broken in. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's your headphones or I, I can hear you. Perfect. Give me a second. All right. Speak again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now it's perfect. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry about I, that. I, I know, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the next uh, game, and I don't want to get too much into it. The Ravens and Chargers. Uh, Ravens beat down the Chargers, thirty-four to six. And my that Cowboys win don't look so good now, huh? Yeah, now now it looks really good. But my my question is, and I don't want to get too much into this game. Lamar Jackson, he's playing really good right now. Is this the year that you feel Lamar Jackson takes the next step in winning a playoff game? Or is it the same old thing that we're seeing that regular season Lamar does his thing and goes forward? Do you, what do you see in this Baltimore Ravens team? I mean, I think that uh, he's playing better. I mean, he's Lamar. He's Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's playing any worse. Um, I think he's, he's developed his passing game a little bit. Um, better than than years past at the end of the day the jury's always going to be out on him because of his playoff performances so you can do all you want in the in the regular season but until we get to that playoff football then you know i think time will tell i think he's more than capable um i think the defense is is playing well despite their injuries um i think you probably say that they're even better because of they've had they've had so many injuries um on the running back position defensive side of the ball with marcus peters going down um, and they've responded well. So, I mean, they've had some really good wins. They've beaten the Chiefs. They've beaten the Chargers. Um, their only bad loss was the beginning of the year when they lost to the Raiders, and the Raiders were playing really good at that point, um, you know, before they knew their coach was a racist and a homophobic, <laughs> homophobic guy. But at the end of the day, they're playing good football. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and they got great coaching on their side. So I don't think they got anything to worry about. I think they're going to be in good hands. Like I said, Lamar Jackson individually has to prove – that in the playoffs i think yeah. they're more than capable of doing it though yeah i i also do uh the same thing it's this regular season lamar uh where we're i don't want to overhype it right now but he's playing really good football and his his passing has uh really improved but again we have to see it in the playoffs and yeah 
Um, that's one thing that's, you know, on, you know, on his back of his mind, I'm pretty sure you have to get it done. And he hasn't got it done as of late because they have been that number one seed and they've got eliminated, eliminated. Yeah, in the I mean, first I would game. love to see him get the monkey off his back though. You know, like yeah. Giannis, Giannis was a regular season team, regular season player. Yeah. Milwaukee was, you know, was great in this, in the regular season until they got to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but they got that monkey off their back this past season. And, um, it's Giannis, and proved by, it, so. it's Giannis, by the way, not Giannis. Giannis. I said Giannis. It's Giannis. I said Giannis. It's oh, okay. Giannis. Whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato, bro. <laughs> All right. But uh, talking about uh, basketball, look, yeah, I want to I want to talk some basketball real quick because the NBA season is coming uh, closely. I, I believe it's when's your first either... game tomorrow? No, our first uh, game is tomorrow night. I, I believe it's Thursday. I want to say Thursday. Damn. Yeah. Either tomorrow we play tomorrow or night. Golden State. Yeah. Um, but look. The offseason, they had Miami Heat as the best offseason moves and the Lakers not too far behind. Uh, what do you – I'll tell you what I like about the Heat and the Lakers and you, and then you go ahead and tell me what you like. But I do think that the Heat had the best offseason, but right there, and I would say, you know, 1A, 1B, were the Lakers on acquiring all the transi- uh, transactions, you know, you got Carmelo Carmel Anthony, Russell West, West Westbrook, and Rondo, and those 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 right there. Yes, they're old, but there's years of experience, years of playoff basketball that's in in that team right now. That now the coach is, you know, the coach for the Lakers. All he has to do is manage their time, you know, stay away from burning them out and injury, and hopefully, you know, they stay away from injury. And this is a really, really good Lakers team. A lot of people are making fun of the roster as it being really old with, you know, Trevor Reza and Dwight Howard. But, you know, this team has a lot of experience and it's just yeah. plugging, you know, you know, plugging them in, hey, in certain situations. If it was 2011. Yeah. <laughs> we go 80, we go 82 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what I like about the Heat uh, on their offseason off moves, one, Kyle Lowry is, he's that dude and he brings, a fast pace to our offense, which we didn't really have that with Goran Dragic, and you can see it in these preseason games that he wants you gotta, to get the You got offenses. a cer- cerebral type point guard. Yeah, I don't know. He, I, don't, he, I don't know when was the last time Miami had that. He he wants to get the offense going, and he's forcing it, you know, down the down the court. Um, and the one the one great move that we uh, that we did was get PJ Tucker, and took him away from Milwaukee because. Look, let me. Milwaukee's gonna hate that move because PJ Tucker was that dog that would go against you know the top, the top player on the other team, and give Giannis you know out of foul trouble like you know tell him to guard you know the other people, and that's gonna suck for for Milwaukee. But it's really he good hit that corner Miami. three too. Really good for <laughs> Miami, and you know and Marquise. Uh, you, Morris, you know another signing. I was just about to say that Marquise Morris. Marquise played, Morris. He, I loved him with the Lakers the last two seasons. Yeah, the, he's a dog. You could you could see it, and we had that team. We I think we upgraded so much on a defensive side, and we it, were able to keep Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. I mean, t- to me, look, I don't want to I don't want to you know go looking ahead, but it it doesn't it's not far fetched okay to, to say it might be a, a Lakers and Heat finals again. I would love that. And I would love it simply for the fact that, hey, we're not in the bubble anymore. But I would love it to be with, you know, with Miami with no injuries, the Lakers with no injuries and real home court advantage. 
yeah. because I think Miami has that over the Lakers, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people get to the games late, but uh, <laughs> but Miami has a serious home court advantage. Um, and I, I would love to see that, man. I, I would really yeah. love to see Miami and, and, and L.A. go at it again. Obviously, your biggest problem is going to be Brooklyn. Um, hopefully, Kyrie remains selfish and, and, and <laughs> sits out the year. That gives you guys more of a chance. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who they got. If you guys, if your defense is what is expected to be, yep. And you guys got excellent coaching, so I, I'm really excited for Miami. I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna do some things this year. And the funny thing was, you know, Tyler Hero going out there and saying that his name should be in the, in the same conversation as Luca and Trey. And I was, and look, I was, I, I had the same reaction as you. I was like, man, what is this kid thinking? And then to see him in if the he backs it up, if, if he backs hey, it up, hey, I'll power and, to him. I, I, as of now in the preseason, yet yet it's the preseason. He has he, he has been, he has been yeah. backing it up, but we'll see yeah. in the regular season how how it yeah. you know comes. Because that's fruition. yeah, that's kind of you know especially with this with the slump that he had this past year his his sophomore slump. Yeah, um, I'm not too confident in that, but hey, the kid is confident in himself. You can tell he is. Um, if he does, I think you said that he's gonna he's gonna be the sixth man of the year. Yep. If he is, I, then I feel like I feel like he is. We gotta wait. We gotta wager on that. Yeah. We gotta put a wager <laughs> on it. But but other than hey, look, if if Tyler Hero is is not the sixth man of the year, you have to wear a Lakers tie at work for a whole week. Hmm. Ah, I'll do it. Right. Do and then what if he gets it then 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 i gotta i gotta do something yeah you gotta you gotta wear a dallas cowboy tie i'll bring a dallas right. cowboy tie right. for I'll you do okay but like so what are your what are your expectations for the lakers squad this upcoming you know year? obviously we went zero and six in the preseason i have nothing yeah. to stand on much <laughs> um but you know i think that we're not going to get off to a fast start you know what i'm saying there's a lot of hype around the lakers right now but we are older team I don't think that we're going to jump straight away and get the first seed and, and just ball out. I think we're going to take our time. I think they're going to manage their minutes. And I think they're really going to manage it looking forward to the playoffs, no matter what seed we get. Um, obviously, I love the experience on this team. My favorite acquisition, believe it or not, is Rondo. Rondo is my favorite acquisition because he was so strong for us before that. Um, I think he gels so nicely with, with LeBron. I think they're two of the smartest players in the league. And I think that they can figure that out. And I think that year that we had, that we won the championship had a lot to do with Rondo and him being able to adjust. And he's like a, you know, he's like a coach on, 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 on the court. And so is LeBron. So when you got two floor generals like that, it's really hard to beat. Um, So I think, uh, I think he's going to mesh in well with these guys. I'm happy for Melo. I would love to see him get a ring. Mm -hmm. And so far in the preseason, they've been starting him. Um, obviously he was a six man coming off the bench for Portland. I'm excited for him. Um, you know, I think he's another guy that can create his own shot. Obviously this is all going to depend on Anthony Davis and his health. You know, I'm tired of people calling him street clothes. As, as Charles <laughs> Barkley would like to call it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm okay with him taking games off this year, um, for load management. I'm not a big fan of load management, but with him, with the Achilles and all that stuff, I would love for him to, to take his time and, 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 and get ready for the playoffs. But I, I love Everything we've done so far, I think under the radar picks that we got was Malik Monk, who was a baller. Yep. Charlotte. That was a good and one. I also like, um, I like your boy. Um, Nunn? Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. I like, I, I, I like Kendrick look, Nunn when he was with Miami. Look, Nunn, I know he's inconsistent. Very, very inconsistent. He, there's, there's not a lot of expectations coming, um, coming into LA. So yeah. again, he signed a one-year deal. He's, you know, a lot of these guys sign one-year deals. They're trying to get their money. So you got yeah. a guy like none coming in. There's there's not a lot of high expectations for him. Let him come in and do what he does. 
Yeah. Um, look, the the Heat and 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 Lakers did did a lot of moves in offseason. And I, I just named a few, and there's there's uh, uh, quite a little bit more. But the thing was just to keep Duncan and Tyler. That was my biggest. Uh, that was my biggest thing I wanted to do. Um, and look, Max Struess. The Struess is loose. This guy in the preseason, and hopefully it does translate. Played, but he played. He, he played well he, in the summer league too. Yeah, Wasn't he, he in played the well league? in the summer. Yeah. yeah, the summer he had league. That game he had a game winning shot. Yeah. He had a game winning shot, and then he's been balling out at three point land. During He's one preseason. of those developmental players. Remember, Duncan yeah. Robinson started off that way. Yep. So, and Miami always tends to find these little diamonds in a row. It's not that they get to find them. It's they have such excellent coaching. Yeah. Um. And 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 I think LA does too. Actually, we just got we got your boy. Um. Uh. What's his name? He was with LeBron and Wade when you guys had the big three down here. Ooh, um, uh, McAdoo. He was no 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 no. Uh, he was the head coach of Memphis, and then he went to the Knicks. Oh. Um, yeah. Is there? David yeah, Fizdale. David Fizdale. Yeah, he's okay. been added to our coaching staff. Obviously, Jason nice. Kidd, um, who I was preferring him to take over. I wanted I wanted him to take over for for our coach, um, for uh, Frank Vogel. Um, but he ended up getting the gig over in Dallas. But we ended up getting Fizdale. So I think that was a pretty good trade-off. Um, but, yeah, man, it's all on the coaching, man. And Miami has had excellent co- – I mean, come on. Man. Eric Spolster has been here since 07. So you got yeah. that continuity. You got that consistency. <laughs> And a lot of years, people wanted to get rid of Eric Spolster, but he's just been nah. You know, I, I was never in, one of those people. I yeah, always, I always gave him his credit. Yeah, you have you have all those fans. I always want to get rid of Eric Spolster if it's a you know decent. And he solidified season, it. Season. He solidified it that year where you started off. I think it was 20, 20 and so I forgot what it what your record was, but you ended off the year like thirty four and something like you guys went uh-huh. on an, an insane, uh, insane run. run. Yeah, he barely had any talent on the team. Mm-hmm. That showed you what what kind of coach he is, and and. Uh, you know, you're always going to have a chance when you got that. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, but what team, my, my final question to you, what team NBA team are you looking towards uh, this season? Like what team really stands out? Do you look at like them? a sleeper team? Or not just my team, team, right? Yeah. Chicago. Team. Chicago. Chicago. I think <clears throat> Chicago is going to, I think they're going to, you, 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 you got, you, if my notes are right here. You, yeah. you I, I said Chicago too, just because, you know, DeMar DeRozan, uh, you know, Lonzo Ball uh, and Zach Levine. I mean, that's a lot of scoring. The only no, thing in the center, the center they got from Orlando. What's his also, name? Uh, Vucevic or Vucevic, whatever yeah. the fuck. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, they got it. They got a good the, team. The only thing is, is their their defense. They're going to be a little suspect on defense, but yeah. that's a lot of scoring that they have uh, over there in Chicago. Uh, yeah. What, like, where do you think, like, if everything pans out well, do you, do you have them in, like, being the top three team, maybe. Like, uh, no, I don't. No, nah, nah. Top three for me is Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Miami. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I see them like a, getting in as a sleeper team, you know, like a seven, six seed around there as possible in the Eastern Conference for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you still got other teams to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but I say they're yeah. right behind Miami and be like fourth or fifth because, again, that's a lot of scoring. You got and Atlanta, though. I think they can. I mean, I think they match up well with Atlanta. I think they came out. If Simmons yeah, gets so, it together, yeah. Yeah. that ain't happening. You know, <laughs> I, I think then, Chicago gets in like a like one of those sleepers. Team. They're gonna surprise some people in the first round. Yeah, and Philly. I just saw something on Ben Simmons. He was at practice. They tried to do a little huddle, and uh, he didn't even pay attention to the huddle. He's the first That's one. That's a bad situation, room. man. They gotta so, get. They yeah. gotta do something with that guy. They, they that video just leaked, and I'm pretty sure that their their executives are on the line right now trying to trying to ship him out because yeah, but then again who wants a guy like that 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know Philly's a tough town to play for, but bro, if you would have if he would have just took ownership for the shitty play, because it's not like he balled out and the team was garbage. Yeah, that's normally when a guy you know acts like a diva. Yeah. but he played like crap. You know, and if he, he would have if he would have came back quarter. and say, you know what, I got to do better. I'm not gonna let you guys down. Philly would love him because Philly has a great fan base. They're ruthless. Yeah, <laughs> but they got a, they got a good fan base. He fucked them over, and now he's he's acting like that. That's what I don't like about that situation. But if I was if I was a fan of uh, you know my Lakers were doing bad and we didn't have LeBron and they wanted to trade for him, I wouldn't be a big fan of that. I wouldn't want yeah. that guy here. Hey, but look, we'll we'll see how, what happens in Philly. I'm just glad that it's it's happening in Philly. I, I'm never I'm I'm not a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I, I don't like the Eagles. Yeah, no. I don't like the Sixers. So and especially Joel Embiid, even though that's Jimmy Butler's boy. It's just Joel, you know, trust the process. He kept on saying trust the process. He hasn't done that. That process has been, you know, for like 10 years now. Yeah, no. He talks a lot of crap. I love it. Don't be, you know, I would, I'll be honest with you. I I do love the trash talking, but he hasn't backed it up. So, yeah, it is what it is. Hey, but that's, uh, uh, that's it for our episode this week. It's great to have you back on, even though you always try me to say that my, my episodes are not good solo. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like nah, I do a damn great I'm just good busting job. your balls, man. <laughs> but this is Jose and JC from Big Meat Sports, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the page. Check us out on Spotify and our Instagram page. Just look up Big Meat Sport Podcast, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. So see you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.